So then it was just weird. I got this Amazon package in the mail and it was a pretty heavy package for the size of it. It was a kind of small package. And then I opened up the package. I've heard that before. <laughs> it's pretty heavy though. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> kind of like a tuna can. One inch long and four inches around. Like, why are you lifting it? You should be choking on it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about how heavy it is. All right, let's get this fucker rolling. Hey, speaking of Tony taking two full raccoon up his ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and now it's time for the Whippin' and a Mono Word of the Day. It's like Jeff, you over your mind. The word of the day is ass spice. <laughs> That's Did you what just say after you Mexican? <laughs> I Tell think me what you want, what you really, place. really want. <laughs> it's either that or ass pies. It's it's the sick spice girl, ass spice. Yeah, ass spice. Ass pies with the cream inside. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Chocolate frosted lady finger. <laughs> I think I think Tony just quit. I'm out. <laughs> He's like, I can't take it anymore. My family listens to this. I'm I out. <laughs> I can't look anybody I know in the face anymore. <sighs> Spotty is smacked. Scott Spasius Maximus and Gluteus. <laughs> Spelling would be A H S dash P upside down E S. <laughs> A spickables would be <laughs> Ass Pushwas. <laughs> <laughs> You have to wait till she relaxes before you push. Oh my God. Oh. She is on fire tonight. Wow. Hey. See, you get all the secrets when you listen to FDB. <laughs> it's a two way conversation. It's okay. I won't go fast. She turns her head and says, Hey, wait till I. Relax, and then we'll be okay. Oh, Jesus, it's There's a name. No way this can make the podcast. Comes from Latin, mid sixteenth century. First and only definition is a divine or prophylactic token. <laughs> Pro, prophet, pro, prophetic, pathetic, prophet, prof, pathetic. Was it pathetic? Prophetic, prophetic, p r o p h e t i c, pro, pro, prophylactic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think prophetic might have been right. 
Sure. <laughs> hey, Tony. Yes, Mike. Would you like for me to use ass pies in a sentence? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Examples of ass pies in a sentence. First example. The swallow sighting was a favorable <laughs> ass pies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a swallow. Wow, nice day happened. for a white swallow. <laughs> oh. Tony? Yes, Mike. Are you with us tonight, buddy? I am. I am. I just had an email come through. I had to check it real quick. I'm back. <laughs> I said the swallow side of favorable <laughs> ass pies. <laughs> you know it's your favorite spa, Tony. Mm, the white swallow spa. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's hop up hopped up on Bushmill. <laughs> hey, better to be on Bushmill than ass pies. Yeah. Ain't no party like an ass pie party and an ass pie party get down. <laughs> Second example of ass pies in a sentence. <laughs> ass pies. <laughs> Lemon Mawang. <laughs> that was really good. Hercules, Hercules! Please! <laughs> <laughs> you seen that movie, man, Dango? <laughs> it gets me so moist. <laughs> Let me moist. Looking like Mark Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Second example, <laughs> ass pies in a sentence. <laughs> Gregory was super statitious about <laughs> all kinds of ass pies <laughs> and omens. Clearly super statitious. Super Writings on the wall. Oh, wow. Mm. That's a good one. That was a good one. That was a little even a little bit painful. I know. What I was heard. the word? <laughs> Ass pies. Ass pies. A H S dash P upside down E S. And if you say the ah sound for the schwa, it would be ass pass. Ass pass. <laughs> That's my ass motto. I just pass on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two, please. <laughs> I'll take his portion. <laughs> Tony just dropped off. He's like, he's like, fuck it, I'm out. I'm out. I'm dead with this. And that has been the word of the day. Hey, Ryan, what are we talking about tonight? What are we talking about tonight? Yeah, I don't know. What are we? What What are we talking about tonight? I think we're talking about. Um, let me see. 
We're talking about the mods that make the most sense for your bike, for how you ride. Mm. Right. So makes, makes can, sense. That right. makes sense. Right. So what mods would you do on your bike based on what makes sense for how you ride? Because there are some things you can do that might be a little questionable depending on your style of riding, what kind of bike you have. I think there's probably three things in my opinion that are probably the top three things that most people think about. And two of them, if you're pussy. Con- <laughs> that's true. And two of them, if you're a content creator, you get a million questions about, and they're totally one thing does not work. It's for the other, you know, with the other GoPro person. settings. Well, that's not also true. I would say bars and seats are the two things that a lots of people change on their bikes and they are completely individual. Ask yes, Tony, he probably has more pair of bars hanging in his garage than anybody we know. I agree. I go through bars like Tic Tacs, but it, it's hard to tell until you get the fuckers on if they're, if they're right, you know what I mean? If they're going to be right for you, Bar- bars are tough, but you know, my first mods that I always do are contact points where I come in contact with the bike. The, the bike has to be comfortable. So seat bars, grips, foot pegs, stuff like that. Those are usually my, my first go tours. Okay. I think the seat, the seat to me fits in that same category. Like not everybody's ass is the same. So, I mean, you, a seat, you put a seat that works for me may not be a seat that works for Dustin or may not be a seat that works for Mike or whatever, you know, no, they're, they're expensive shit too, man. You Mm -hmm. you could be smart or dumb. Right. Or wise. All this is true. I mean, yeah. I bought that. There's all sorts of asses. I fucked up and I knew better when I bought that Harley Sundowner. I knew better than to buy that fucking thing. It was $400 and it beat my taint like Mike Tyson does a steep back. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. It did. I mean, it was a taint beater, man. It was terrible. Watch yeah, I- out, boy. It'll hit you. Whoa, here she comes. She's a tank beater. <laughs> Mike, does the CRF have any aftermarket seating on it? No. It's got a two by four on it. It does have a two by four on it, but it doesn't have any aftermarket seating because I don't need it because I stand up most of the time. All right. So no, no plans for that. No. And I nope. put the exhaust and the computer on there, which would be great in a racing scenario. But the problem is, is that when you're riding off road, performance necessarily isn't an issue on a dirt bike. Your skills are more important than anything. Yeah. Because you can true. only go so fast off road. That's, That's true. true. So would you would you yeah. consider the exhaust and the computer uh unnecessary mod? Uh, or a mod that but, doesn't really make sense. So the the computer helped my throttle and flame outs and stuff like that. The exhaust helped my safety, I consider it. Because I can be heard in town in traffic now, whereas before I could, you couldn't hear anything. Um, so I would definitely do those probably over again. But if I was going to be riding off road primarily and wasn't going to be riding on the street, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a four fifty again. I would buy a two fifty. Well, there you go. He's talking about a whole new bike, and I know one of Mike's big mods is fucking. He wants to look like the sun going down the road. 
Yeah. He is a light man. I am a light man. It's like a traveling carnival. Yes. Headlights he is on. a light man. So Dustin, you put you put risers on your bike this year, didn't you? This winter? I put two inch riser extensions about a month ago. Okay. And they and sell those at Victoria's Secret. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And did that did that make right all on. the difference? Oh, they slip right on. Yeah. It's all fun and games until it slips off and gets lost. <laughs> I'm telling you. You've done something. <laughs> Uh, to answer your question, it, it actually did. And even with buying the new seat, which I just got like a week ago, I got the LaPera kickflip seat because I was I was torn between the Saddleman step up and the LaPera kickflip. Now, mostly what changed my mind about going one way or the other was the price. But sure. I'm 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 very happy with the kickflip seat. It's awesome. It's comfortable. It keeps me in one spot. You know, the the sport glide seat from the factory did great a lot of people bitch about it but i i mean everybody's different but this seat i can tell is just going to be miles better but what the seating position actually for me it sat me a little bit lower so with those two inch extensions on there i'm actually i'm not quite shoulder height but i'm you know i'm closer to that desired riding comfort that I want. So overall, yeah. I think if I, if I just rotate my bars back a little bit, I should be perfect right where I need to be. Nice. Yeah. So perfect. Mary, you, you put, you put custom bars on your bike, right? Yeah. yeah I and, had to, couldn't find anything that would fit on it. So yeah. Right. So you had custom bars. Did you do, did you do anything with the seat or do you run a stock seat still? I still have my stock seat on there. Um, one reason is because to me, it's comfortable. I've never had an issue riding with it, even long distances. Um, the second reason was because I researched different seats and the thickness of the seats would have made it where I couldn't flat foot. So okay. I just never did put a different seat on there. Right. Hmm. Now, you are you rocking the, the wild ass cushion? I am. Yep. I still do use that. Yep. Pretty much How every is time I ride. Cushion? It's awesome. It really is. Hmm. Yeah. Does it, does mean, it raise you up though? Do you um, have- no, not really because there's, uh, it sounds crazy, but you just put such a minimal amount of air in it that it doesn't seem like it would do anything at all, but it makes the world of difference. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. It works. Interesting. Yep. It's worth if it, it raises you up, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so tony right. you got you got a pretty freaking sweet seat on that street bob yeah i did the the saddleman knuckle on that one and i had the moose knuckle he finally yeah. did the moose knuckle <laughs> I, fi- I finally did it and it, it's it's a really good seat man i have yet to have anything from saddleman come out that's shitty i will say that they do take a little break in if anybody's gonna buy one when you get them they're they're pretty firm it takes about a hundred or so miles to get them, to get them comfortable. Yeah, I'm, does I, was, I was curious about that myself. Yeah, I, let me ask you this, Tony. Whenever you are breaking that seat in, um, how is it that the pillion seat backwards helps the break in? That that's for aerodynamics, Mike. Okay, that makes All the right. bike go faster. That adds like twenty horsepower. 
Okay. Because that, that makes the moose knuckle look like the LaPera Fastback. Yes, it does. I'm I'm in the process. I think I found actually a company that'll fix that for me and match up the, the knuckle. Well, I want to know yeah. how many trips back and forth to the gas station like it takes to break that in at 100 miles. <laughs> it, takes, it takes a long time. <laughs> well, the I'll gas you, station's only about five miles away. So, yeah, it's a good 10 trips. <laughs> I tell you what, that that kickflip, you know, right out of the box, it's a firm seat. I can't even fart while sitting right on that seat. I got to raise up a little bit. <laughs> can't even squeak out a fart. Mm. No, those step up style, those step up style seats are they're they're really nice, man. Yeah, the back support is night and day compared to what I had because the the stock seats kind of got that dip. Yeah, but it doesn't go up real high, and it's the a two up seat. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. But like I said, I mean, I did 300 to your house and stopped once for gas. And all I had to do really was just change my positioning in the seat. And, and never I was mind fine. the pissing of the blood he did once when he got here. But that, that <laughs> passed. Say, what about this pissing blood I hear so much about? That, that passed. Mm, that's good. But no, I think contact points are a must for at least for me. When I first get a bike, I try to hit all the contact points. I don't know why I didn't change my Sportster seat when I had it because that thing was fucking Dude, awful. Dude, those are just fucking awful. They're, They're terrible. terrible. Probably the worst seats they make. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure know, the, man, because the 1200 think, seat, though, the didn't they put gel in the 1200? I think it's a little bit better, but like the 883, the... The slim and the street bob, I think they're all the fucking same seat with just a different design because they're they're awful. Terrible seats. Yeah, too, uh, many, too many days at the chiropractor because of that fucking yeah. seat. The my nightster seat was terrible. That was the worst thing ever. I ended up getting a Mustang fastback, and that that was really nice. Big, big change, big difference that I that made on that bike. And ironically, um, so on my bike, I did change the seat, but I didn't have a problem with my stock Road King special seat. I, I did probably, I don't know, maybe 5,000 miles my first season with it and didn't bother me a bit. I kind of liked it, actually. It's a fucking road sofa. But it, uh, no, not not stock. The stock seat isn't the road sofa, but um, it, it was a good it was a good seat, but the pillion, passenger pillion, was uncomfortable for everyone. My it's wife it was backwards. No, mine is all one seat, so I couldn't reverse the pillion. You just reverse the seat. Well, just that would have been seat around. Yeah, that would that would have been extremely uncomfortable. It probably would have, <laughs> but it would have been installed correctly. <laughs> it would have made your bike faster. It might yeah. might have made my bike faster. Yep, I have to admit that. I ended up getting a different seat uh, for my wife for comfort, and I got the. Um, what did I get? I get a, I got the, um, it's a, it's a long reach seat that they make the, uh, it's anyway, I don't know. It's a stock or it's a, uh, aftermarket Harley seat that I ended up getting. I didn't get a, Oh, you got the daddy uh, wrong regs version. Yeah, I did get, I did get one of those. Yep. But, uh, it's a tall boy. Yep. It was what I got. The tall boy seat you said it's a long reach. Wrong reach. Yeah. So yep. is the, is the reach around impossible now? More no, possible. It's more possible. <laughs> he, now he's got the hello, cowboy. Let's talk about the one mod that everybody does. 
penis. And is it really necessary? (laughs) Yes. The exhaust. Yeah. Yes, it's necessary. Is it? Yes. Why, why, Why is it necessary for you? Because when you buy a brand new bike, most bikes, the exhaust is too quiet on them. I believe in getting a better exhaust that is heard to keep your ass from getting run over. That's just my opinion. That, I agree. I loud agree. pops save lives. I hear you. And I'm so in. do loud horns, by the way. <laughs> yeah, as, as Mike's putting a new exhaust on his bike as we speak, <laughs> it's... Yeah, so everybody knows we have some of our patrons here with us tonight listening in. Uh, what I want you guys to do over in the side chat, let us know what bike you have and what your mod is that made most sense to you for you to do first or which mod you think was the best you've done to your bike so far. And we'll uh, we'll reveal that to everybody else listening. So well, many I'll mods, tell you what, so little time. Stock mm. grips suck. I can tell you that right off the bat. Yeah, they Stock do. Carly grips are awful. They're just, it's a little fucking flimsy piece of rubber. Dude, do I, they could, make, I could put a Trojan condom on mine and it'd be better than that. Do they make lock-on grips or clip-on grips, lock-on grips for Harleys? What are you talking about? Yeah. Where you, you slide mean? the grip on the bar and tighten down an Allen screw and it clamps the grip like they do on I a had dirt those bike. On, I had those on my Slim. They, uh, those a bit, well, uh, Alumacore, I think was the name of them. And yeah. yeah, they they slipped on, and then there was an Allen key on the end that you you tightened down to hold the grip yeah. on. Were, were, did you lock them, or were they too big? Yeah, for your no, hands dude, no, they were they were fantastic grips. The only drawback is they're 180 bucks. Jesus, yeah. right? But you just take the grips off and put new grips on. Yeah, you can get new rubber and put on them. But uh, yeah. yeah, the initial investment, I mean, you know, 200 bucks for a set of grips, fucking is pretty stout. New new rubber is. A necessity yeah, 20, in between yeah. t- touching, <laughs> but I, I, think it, I think it was like two, uh, 25 bucks for the, the new rubber. See, so or. here, this is this has got me wondering a different, a different aspect here. So, my ECU on my on my bike was $700. God damn, it, yes, but. My bike has a locked ECU, so there's nothing you can do to it other than buy a race ECU or a Vortex ECU. And then the exhaust that I put <clears throat> that I put on it was like five fifty, five hundred, something like that. So, but like my grips that I put on, they're they're lock on grips, but they're like twenty nine dollars for a set of grips. Why is Harley grips so well, much not, more expensive? Well, they're than not Harley. Grips? They're not Harley. These are Bitwell grips. They're made by Bitwell. Uh, those those Alumacore dudes. But I mean, even the Harley grips. I mean, what are they? A hundred bucks, hundred twenty dollars from the dealer. Yeah, that's what I'm right saying. Why there? why is that shit so damn expensive? Uh, I don't know. I think it's why is anything Harley makes yeah, so damn you're, expensive? You're paying for branding just like Nike. Yeah. So I just I got Avon. V cruisers on mine and Avon solely makes grips. It's, it's not the Avon. Your fucking aunt Karen goes selling door to door. <laughs> this is different company, but I love my, my V cruiser grips. I think Avon makes, makes good grips. Good variety. Yeah. And don't they, don't they have like a lifetime replacement or yeah. something like that on them? Mine, have, my, mine haven't fucked up, fallen apart or anything. They're, they're solid. Well, there you go. See, yeah. that's good stuff. 
Avon calling. <laughs> so, somebody's got a 2019 Springfield Dark Horse. Pretty bike, by the way. Stage one and LED headlights and driving lights. Those are... My man. Okay. That's another thing. I think after points of contact, lighting... Lighting's great. Lighting's big. I should have said that, too, because that was the first thing that I did change, actually. I put custom dynamic blinkers, pro beams all the way around. Yeah. On the bike. And not just for riding at night. You know, riding for day, it's a big difference as well. No. And I actually got the little... uh, relay flasher that they offer too for the rear brake lights where it yeah. has like 10 different strobe patterns when you hit the brake uh seamless insulation really easy and i mean they work great man have you put out a video on that yet not yet i'm trying oh. to wait until i get a little more stuff in before i start doing it you're just trying to wait until everybody else buys a street bob and does their reviews no I've already yeah. done a couple of videos. No, I, I wanted to be able to get the whole thing and then release a video a week of that way. There's no downtime in between. I'm just joshing you there. Tony. I know I'm being face city. There's, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, it's just hurry up and wait, man. You, it's amazing how many people are out of stock on stuff and just waiting to get stock. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really hard. I mean, even like TC brothers, when I was talking to them, I mean, they're, a five-week wait to get one of their exhausts right now. Boy, let me tell you what. I went to the gas station the other day. You can tell when them stems come out because everybody goes to the gas station and buys every monster drink in the damn cooler. See what I mean? (laughs) Right there. Drinking the monsters. So for Andrew, I got it because the stage one for the Indian, that's a pretty pricey upgrade, isn't it? It's it's no different than Harley's, uh, you know, upgrade pipes were, um, right around six ninety nine, and, uh, the air cleaner was closely. It's about a thousand bucks altogether, a little bit it, over. And that comes with the tune, correct? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, uh, with theirs, with the it comes with, it comes with the flash and all that kind of stuff. And then for the headlights, I went with, uh, custom dynamics. It already has LEDs in the rear and LED turn lights, which, and then uh, when I bought the bike, uh, the previous owner had uh, the driving lights put on it, but they, he didn't upgrade the LED headlight or the driving lights. So I just upgraded that. And of course, you know, let's face it, that's almost a thousand bucks, but it's worth it. I mean, it's nice. It's bright as can be. Yeah, no, those, those are, those are good mods. I, I agree. It's very yeah, good And I haven't done anything seen. with the bars or the seat yet because um, I've only got a couple hundred miles on it before my, uh, foot went bupkis and so uh the seat feels pretty good and the bars feel pretty decent to me i would like to go with maybe some mini apes on it but for now i'm okay with it um and just the extra length in the in the uh in the bike itself uh it just fit me a little bit better than the road king because that was my other choice because they're both beautiful bikes in my opinion yeah i agree I completely agree. Both of them. Yeah. And the only, like I said, and you guys have said it before, the only downside to it is, is trying to find um, aftermarket accessories from a third party vendor. And I can't, I can't agree with that more, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, but when I was looking at bikes and I, and, and I was kind of leaning towards these, I was also looking at ADB bikes and then Harley came out with that stinking Pan American. And it's like, Huh, I wonder if I should trade it. <laughs> that's a nice it's an impressive motorcycle. I mean, I haven't, we nobody's seen it yet, but spec well, yeah. wise, it's impressive. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to ride that bike. To see that new, uh, the new um, uh, cruiser that they come out with that motor combination in it. That's going to be a nasty bugger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. if, I think that 114 and like your bike, Tony. Um, if you think that's a rocket ship, I'd hate to see what that new one's going to be like. It's going to be scary. No, it's going to be insane. I, I mean, at, at the stage that I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I don't really ride fast anymore. I'm too old for that shit. If I go down, it take me a year to recover. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's amazing uh, that people even want to upgrade it to begin with. Because, I mean, it's it's a pretty fast fucking cruiser. You know it's what else is amazing, Tony? To what? You know what else is amazing? What? the discount that your AARP membership gets you on coffee. You're not shitting. That's good too. And I'm going with what that, that cellular place for seniors consumer. Yeah. That fucking place is awesome. You can send photos to your family. You can imagine <laughs> yeah. that. So imagine let's, move, that. let's move on to the next. We got Mike. Yeah. He's got well, the low rider S he's got the low rider S we're seeing it right now in, in this uh, zoom meeting. And he said, 12 inch bunking risers were the best mod I've done. It made the biggest difference in comfort of all my mods. 12 inches is a stout fucking that's a hell of a rise. Hey, you could teabag with 12 inches. You sure in the hell can. <laughs> I like that he said bung king. Bung, yeah. bung king. That, that sounds kind of nasty, but okay. Where did he go? It's 12 he's, inch he's, bung king. He's hiding. There you go. The Kyle's right. Kyle's I'm got a Vulcan S first mod I did LED lights LEDs yep, yep. that's the first thing I did on my sport my light. man yep. yep I could not see using the OEM headlight also upgraded all the signals and brake lights so they can be seen yep boom being seen's important be, you do not want a Buick up your ass at a stoplight no no do you no. like that hey Kyle do you like that uh, Vulcan S buddy. Sorry, I muted myself twice. So, oh, that's okay. <sighs> Just make sure I didn't get on. No, I've been liking it. It was my first bike, so I joined the riding season last year. So, yeah, um, congratulations. Um, I already put like six to seven k miles on it, so I'm still kind of getting used to it. Holy crap! Yeah. Um. But yeah, I kind of went to a venture Cyclops Venture Sports for the LEDs, and mm-hmm. then I did uh, Yoshimura and Denali. So I did basically LED turns, sequential. I did a Donali uh, auxiliary brake light because I couldn't be seeing the other one. And then I did yep. the, uh, the LED you know, driving lights and running lights and made a one heck of a difference compared to the OM. Yeah. What, uh, what bulb did you go with from Cyclops on that headlight? I think it's the H7, the one they have. I could take a look. It's like $100. And then like they have 70, like, like 77,000 watts or whatever. Like uh, it's a 10 point. The whatever 10.1 or yeah i think so i have to double check it i I just heard all the good reviews about it and slapped it in there well that's the same headlight that uh supermoto reggie and ben uses in their in their bikes uh his drz and uh, ben's got it in his ktm and then uh it's the same headlights that i have in my nissan frontier pickup truck well as of right now the lights are winning they are yep the light, the lights are winning. Yeah, Kyle, did you have? Do you have the? Do you have the green one? The green Vulcan S. I have the 2020, so they only came in the black and like the matte gray. So oh, okay. I have the matte gray. Is what gotcha. I have. Nice. I like so, that gray. It's yeah, co- that gray is a really nice color combo. If I didn't, if I didn't have my Sportster when I started riding, that's the bike I probably would have started riding was the Vulcan. I almost got a Sportster, but for the price, I walked out the door. 
And that was out the door 6200, brand new. Yeah, but and yeah. like I said, six speed, being able to keep up with some sport bike people who I ride with, and then having a normal bike. And then I have more mods coming, but like I said, the first thing I did was lights, and then like I said, I have a whole list of more stuff that I haven't got yet. But the next was you know saddlebags, just because of commuting to work. That way I can haul stuff without having to take my car. Does two brothers still make that exhaust for that bike? They do, but I just ordered the uh, Delcovic. So Ooh. I have that actually in my car. I just picked it up today. Nice. So I have Delcovic coming in, new sprocket and chains coming in. And then I have Shad uh, luggage cases to switch out Viking yep. bags. Yeah. But Shad's backed ordered and they said they'll have it to me this week. But then I called them and they're like, it's on a container. It should be here in April to May. <laughs> yeah, but Shad makes good stuff. So uh, it's worth the wait. Mm-hmm. It's good hard stuff. to get. Let's get, cool. let's get Mike here. Mike. Hey. We, we were reading we were reading your mods, man. Did you do lights too? Have you done lights yet on your bike? You know he yeah. has. I, I know he has. God damn it. <laughs> Winning motherfucker. To FTB and custom dynamics. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I nice. did the so, um, uh, no, I was just gonna say I did the uh the custom dynamic uh blinkers in the front. Um I did the tail light, I got the micro LEDs for the turn signals. And um, I got the uh, triple play. Um, so the back flashes and the blinkers work for the brake lights, too. Nice. nice. That's cool. So those Bung Kings, man, you said that was the best, best mod you did? Um, this was the first bike that I had that had stock bars on it. And uh, all my other ones, I had uh, 8-inch Z bars on my first bike. Uh, which was a Honda Shadow, and then I had um, 12-inch Apes on stock risers on my Night Train, and um, it's it, I really don't like how low the stock bars are. <laughs> yeah. So finally got the, finally got these on. I finally got the clutch cable for it yesterday. It's been back ordered for like two months. Dude, everything's back ordered. It's a fucking nightmare. Back ordered? Yeah. Are you bunking? Kidding me? <laughs> no we're we're not bunking kidding you everything it's hard to get shit right now mike how can you reach those bars with 12 inch risers on them i don't know i like, like i said my last my last harley had 12 inch apes on it and i said well i'll just go try and do 12 inch again and um they work out pretty good i don't even have, i don't have pullback on them either That's well the same you're, way you're, i reach them long arms <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, you're getting, you're getting automatic pullback from the rake of your bike, right? So they're yeah. coming back towards you a little bit. Are they 12 inches? Are, is that shoulder height for you? Uh, it's your- just a hair above shoulder height. If, um, I, so I, I tried to mock them up before I bought them and mm-hmm. I wasn't taking into account the, uh, the rise of the handlebars. Cause I reused the stock handlebars and, um, Shoulder height would have been about 10 inch, um, but these are, these are still comfortable. That's good. So let, let me ask you a question because I, I have interest in this topic. Do you find um, those bars more responsive than like the apes? Do they, do they handle better? Um, so the, the only thing with the apes, they, this one handles good um, as it is. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I don't have any desire to change out the bars. The only thing I will say is that with the apes, they were, I can't remember. They were like 36 inches wide or something like that. And yeah. um, it took a lot less effort to, to move the bike, but the, these, 
as far as performance goes, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any problem with handling on these. They work out nice. just, just fine. The quality of the bars, the thickness of the deep, like the wall thickness of the uh-huh. tubing that the bars are made of, make a huge difference in apes. Yes. Yeah. I had the, um, I had the thick apes too. Yeah. I had the real big inch and a quarter and, um, they were that I liked them a lot. I had the same ones that, um, queen sit has on her bike, the, the hook, the hook apes. Yeah. So I like them. All right. There you go. So next we got Phil. He has the 19 slim. He says the Pelican cases and exhausts because reasons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, if you go down with pelican cases it ain't getting damaged when we rode with phil when you came down here he was on a bone stock bike and then after that he went fucking nuts <laughs> he's been adding shit left and right yeah i mean i i i see where he's coming from with the bags they're they're it, it's convenience man i mean i went from a bike with no bags to a bike well i had a swing arm bag but to a bike that came stock with bags it's convenient. It really is. Oh, dude, without a doubt. I wouldn't know. I can't God pack a it. fucking Coca-Cola on my bike. <laughs> Coca, Coca-Cola. We have Matt that just said that he took a set of Carlini apes off of a road king and put on some bunking risers with MX bars and said they're hundred percent better. And I think what I have found even with, with my road king too, is that when you go from apes or mini apes or anything, to any type of riser and bar MX bar T bar setup is that you're, you're bringing in the width of the bars significantly. I went from like 36 inches wide on my bars to like, to like 20 some inches, 24 inches, maybe wide. And I think the, the more narrow bar for, in my opinion, gives you more control of your bike, but that's, that's how I have felt. Um, and I would imagine that's, most people that move to that style of bar riser setup or, or T bar setup is, is going to tell you that you're, you're getting a little, you're gaining some control with the narrower bars. I mean, there has to be a, a, a reason behind all these MX riser combos because they're everywhere. And there yeah. has, yeah. you know, there has to be a functionality reason behind it also. Yeah. Nuts in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're not a fan. And they're super, they're super stable too. So you're, you know, with a, with an, with a bar riser setup or a T-bar setup, the there's there, it's a solid, it's a very solid setup where, um, I have seen some, um, ape hanger setups have a little bit more play in them in terms of them moving around and stuff. So it's a little bit, a little bit different as far as, you know, functionally how that goes. So it all comes back down to rigidity is what it comes back down to like your dirt bike bars. Of course, they're going to be, if you buy like a, a fat bar or any type of large contour bar that goes into the seven eights or, you know, whatever size grips you're going to go with. Um, the rigidity factor of that bar. And if you don't think those bars are tough, watch somebody wreck a motocross bike after jumping 120 feet and, the bars they pick the bike up and take off. I mean, yeah, well, they might get a little tweaked, but they're not like a, a chromoly thin wall bar that's gonna vibrate and you know, vibration is ooh. Most of those MX bars are aluminum, aren't they, Mike? Or am I wrong yes. on that? 
Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are aluminum barks. Yeah. Dustin just stuck his finger in a leprechaun, y'all. He did. <laughs> oh, he Dude, has, speaking of he has that, green stink finger. There's a TikTok video I'm going to have to send. It was either TikTok or on Reels where this monkey jams his hand up this bulldog's ass. <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen, man. The dog's just laying there sleeping and this monkey just fucking just goes all in elbow deep, man. Punched a starfish. Just punched a starfish. Oh, no. I didn't even let him relax pants. first. I was like, oh, poor dog. He was sleeping. He was all kinds of relaxed. He was. He's all kinds of relaxed and just got fisted by a monkey. Yeah. TikTok after dark, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to find the link and send it to you all. Oh, I almost pissed my pants. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to shit a damn pickle tomorrow. Mm. That'd be mm. good. So what else? What else do we have? I know that Phil's, he just added that that TC Brothers exhaust too on his that two into one, not TC Brothers, two brothers, two brothers, two brothers. God, I love to, a two bros exhaust. What else do we have? So Matt said he he did he went with the riser MX bar mix it change yeah. up over the apes. Yeah, definitely a that's definitely a, a combo that a lot of people go with. I know I give everybody a lot of shit for the whole tea bars, tea baggers, whatever deal, but it's a sound thing. Hey, Mike, um, does two brothers make exhaust for, um, for dirt bikes? Um, cause they started in the race world, didn't they? they was, was it when sport bikes? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. they started out with sport bikes. They make them for a lot more of like the dual sport, the bigger dual sports and stuff like that. But you know, FMF and uh, Yoshimura have pretty much got the dirt and uh, Pro Circuit have pretty much got the dirt bike race scene on lock. So, you know, I mean, they, they may make a dirt bike exhaust, but I haven't looked at it just because there's different sounding exhausts that I like better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it sounds like tonight after talking to the people in the Discord and what we've come up with, Bars and lights seem to be the number one mods that everybody is doing. I'm going to say lights because lights. Yeah. And see, and you guys thought I was crazy. Tony, you have given me so much shit for having well, lights dude, on there, my bike. There's a fucking fine line between no. having bright lights and be no. melting the fucking <laughs> yeah, environment being, around. Being seated, burning our retinas. Sir. Yes. <laughs> no, there's not. There's no fine line between shit. When you eat, when the fucking alternator in your bike cannot keep up with the fucking wattage of lights that you have, that's a fucking problem. Well, (laughs) that's when they're all on bright. When your stator can't keep up. When my state, yes. (laughs) That's that's a lot of fucking lights. Matt says my bike can see so good it can see into the future. future. (laughs) (laughs) Great Scott. That's Mary, you put lights on your bike and had a fucking hell of a time, didn't you? Let's not even go there. It was it was a it was a Ted series video. It it really was. Hey hey Mike, come over here and hop back on here. I got a question for He's you. He's like, man, I'm fucking busy. I'm dealing like, with I'm- exhaust gaskets and shit over here. Yeah, man. Do you plan on upgrading your fairing? 
Yes. Um, that's I ran out of money. <laughs> what he's waiting for, for is another gift certificate from us because he wins everything. <laughs> <laughs> I um, no, I I I you know I had got a um, I got a Memphis Shades Road Warrior from my night train, and then I sold it, <laughs> so I had to return the fairing. But um, I'll probably get. Uh, a Memphis Shades Road Warrior to go on this one, but um, I was also looking at uh, Denton Performance. Um, they make a fairing that is a um, copy of the new Softail Quarter fairing, and then they also make uh, taller windshields that go on them. Um, so, because the windshield that comes on the stock on the new uh, Softail Quarter fairing is like real short, um, but uh, they make they make uh, the taller windshield version, which that, that's what I'm after. I'm after some wind protection. Yeah. So, that's but, the sure. hardest part about a road warrior is trying to figure out what size windshield you want for it. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually watched uh, your video, Tony, because you and I are about the same height. So yeah. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to get the same one that he's got. Yeah. <laughs> it actually work. works pretty good. 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 When, you, when you're talking about Tony, you don't talk about height. <laughs> <laughs> no, you talk about shortness. That's right. Lack thereof. Lack of thereof. If you hey, just I'm, get the if you get the fairing and then they make that little cafe windshield, that should come right up to your eye level. That does <laughs> it does not. <laughs> it does not. I think I got the 13 inch. Yep. I think that's okay. the one I got. Yeah. And uh yeah, it works perfect. I got the 17 inch and she feels all of it. So <laughs> man. That's an awful Dude, if you had 17 right inches, there. you wouldn't be on this fucking podcast. You'd be making movies somewhere. <laughs> on channel on RedTube. <laughs> uh, my, my kid Anaconda would be his name. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is a per, this is a personal thing with me with, with windshields and fairings and all that. And don't take it the wrong way if anybody listening or here does this but I can, right now We're before you even say it i'm gonna off. go fire not, off with fuck off not really <laughs> but but i see this more with my bike than anything else it drives me absolutely fucking nuts when you have your handlebars way above your fucking fairing now go look go look at a, go google a sport glide that's got big ass t-bars and the stock fairing on it it's fucking horrendous <laughs> it is well Right, but they they need to they don't make a fairing extender though. If they did, that would be cool. That would be all right. But if you're going to put your hands up that high, your hands are going to freeze. Right. Yeah. In the winter, we're getting out of that shit, man. It's warming up. Oh, I forgot. People on baggers don't ride them in the winter. No. No. <laughs> That's why you buy the handguards. Oh, true. Yeah. Have you ever seen a street glide with handguards? And not, the not a street glide. Fairing? Road glides. I've seen road glides with handguards, but not street glides. That's what yeah. I'm saying. When you put handlebars on a street glide, they go up above the fairing too. So it would oh, be like you know double. What? It would you be do? like a double-handed guard. You know what? Uh, Brian the biker put clear handguards on his because he has uh, though he has a. I think he has those clip-on bars, the ones that that can be adjusted two different ways. The dildo. And, the dildo bars. The dil- I don't think it's called a dildo bar. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's called. I don't think I'm not. I'm not. I'm not positive, but I, I don't think it is. But he put he put clear uh, clear hand guards on his, and he likes them a lot. Yeah, but, but Mike's right it, because you change the bars and it, and it puts your hands up above the fairing. Yeah, I mean it's hard though. I mean, even with that 13 inch, I, I think my bars are still a little taller than my fairing. I mean, if it's a little, if it's a little bit, I don't, I don't get as pissed off, but if you're talking like (laughs) the fairings here and the handlebars are up here. So let me ask you guys this. Oh, 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 white castles. Somebody has white castles. Nice. Nice. White castles. My nipples got hard. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Oh, if there was smell of vision, I might shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) So as soon as that crossed my mind, you said that was good. Where's what? Well, nothing. I was, I lost my train of thought. I'm going to a ride down at Ted's and I'm hitting up White Castle before I go home. So I've never, I've every street glide I have ever sat on in my entire life had comfortable handlebars on it. So why would you change handlebars if they're already comfortable and aren't the mirrors on the top side of the fairing and not the bottom side of the fairing on a street glide. I do not know. You are, you are out of my wheelhouse on that one. Or a road king. Because I'm pretty sure the mirrors are up above your hands. The mirrors on a, on a road glide are attached to the bars. The mirrors on a street glide are attached to the fairing. Right. Are they above on a factory handlebar? Are they above the handlebars or below the handlebars? Mm, I think they're above on the street glide. That's what I thought. So if you put taller bars on it, you're blocking your damn rear view mirror. What kind of stupid shit is that? (laughs) Well, unless very angry, you know, you know what though, Mike, if you put your hands way above it, it's just like mounting your, your, your mirrors underneath your, you know, when, when people flip their mirrors down, it's it's the same principle. Your, you would have to buy eight inch taller or ten inch taller bars to get your hands up out of the view of the mirror. There's That's true the dumbest thing that. I've ever heard of. If you ride a fucking street glide and you put aftermarket bars on your bike, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> your dumbass handlebar can't Jeez. see mirrors for shit. Jeez, I'll tell you what the mod Mary needs. I'm she triggered. needs a kayak t- uh, trailer for you her bike. Know. That would be fucking She has amazing. been canoeing her ass off here lately. That would be awesome. I was just talking to somebody the other day. I don't remember who it was. Somebody on Instagram talking about making like a sidecar out of a kayak. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Hey, if you Google strap yak, they actually strap make yak. one strap yak. Oh, like you a, better, a you better not Google that. I'm sure that you're going to yeah, get something that's Google not that. a kayak hauler. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But yeah, that would be fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah. The two favorite things in one. Yeah. yeah. So we should probably take some, our, our, our discord questions. Yeah, man, this thing's going long. That's uh, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> two more ways. <laughs> Deep and continuously. Alright, Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5DirtyBikers.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member. Sorry, I'm trying to get over to the Discord questions. I was, got a hey, I would like to Matt. thank our miraculous Merkins. 
registered trademark weapon and ink. <laughs> yes, we actually do need to do that. Um, I think we they're all right here. I think we no, not all of them, but thank no? you guys for the ones that are here. Yeah, we have a couple of new ones up there amount. So yeah, we sure we do. also we also have a couple of new patrons since last week too. I'll let you Love announce it. those while I'm grabbing my list. Sure. So we have two new patrons. So for those of you that don't know, Five Dirty Bikers has a Patreon and you can go to www.5dirtybikers.com, find the link to Patreon and join. If you want to support what we're doing and continue, you know, helping us continue to put out the content that we do every week, then you can support us on Patreon. And we have four tiers on our Patreon that you can join whatever one fits into your budget. So we have two new patron members since our last podcast. We have Chad Rutherford or Rutherford. I can't, I don't know if that's right, Chad. I'm sorry. And, Ka- and Rutherford. Okay. And Kyle C are both new, um, new patrons for, um, for this yeah. around. So thank you all for becoming new patrons. And our miraculous Merkins that we would like to shout out are Matt, Chris, Jared, Kenneth, Andrew, Darren, Mike, Philip, Robbie, Matt, Walter, Mark, and Bob. You know, Walter never gets on here, that fucker. Walter's been busy. <laughs> Is he busy? He's been busy. Miraculous Merkins. Registered trademark weapon and ink. Speaking of Walter. He does have a Discord question from Mike. Okay. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, now, shit. We haven't had these in a long time. You ready? Hey. Yep. All right. If Mike's only choice to ride ever again is to become Marvel's Ghost Rider, but his assigned bike with flaming wheels is actually a Dyna Lowrider, would you oh. do it? No, this isn't the Lowrider S. This is, the, this is pre-M8. This is the twin cam. This is the black, red, and blue tank, isn't it? No, that's a that's a, a M8. Son of a bitch. Okay. Doesn't it already have flaming wheels? <laughs> <laughs> well, when it gets the wobbles, they start on fire real easy. No, I just thought a Donna was a flaming piece of shit, pile of shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, God, I would. Have you seen how he can ride? He can ride upside down and ride on walls and do really fun shit. Right, exactly. He would. He would ride the fucking dyno. I guess I would. I'd yes, be Ghost Rider. Damn it. Yes, he, <laughs> he's all over it. I can't die. No, Mike, Mike <laughs> would do that a hell of a lot better than Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who do we got next? Moto Gator wants to know: Would you rather have three nipples or one nipple? <laughs> Reading it. Is that in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure he's talking about on your body. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to say that's like total recall. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say one nipple because you could only touch one nipple and touch anything else at the same time. (laughs) You can't touch three nipples at the same time. Depends on where they are, Mikey. If you have really big hands, you might be able to. No, no, Tony. 
I'm satisfied with two. No, the options were one or three. And one. well, I would probably go with one right in the center of the chest. There you go. <laughs> the seeing eye nipple. <laughs> the all seeing nipple. <laughs> that that would be called sin appeal. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, you're up. <laughs> I'm going with one. <laughs> three is three would just be awkward. That's that's called uniboob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two boobs, one nipple. Hmm. Isn't that the name of a book? <laughs> well, what has ten nipples nipple? and four dicks? <laughs> what? Us. Yeah. The Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. <laughs> it was Shade Tree that asked us that question, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Ryan? Three. All day long. Three. Okay. <laughs> you never leave the house. Yeah. I mean, do you know more is better? Man. It's always, always better. You could test twitties all day. You test twist titties all day long. <laughs> That's a Twitty Sisters. <laughs> Dustin? Oh, I'll go with Brian. Three is more. <laughs> three, three. Three is more. It's more better. <laughs> it's more better. Agree. Matt said eight teeth and six nipples. The night shift at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> the tattoo to tooth ratio is really off there. Yeah. Uh, salty EMT. I've been looking for luggage for my Dyna Wide Glide. I'm planning on taking a few long trips since I'm finally able to find Trade it time. in. <laughs> <laughs> no, first, finish the question. First one being to Circe, Arkansas. What would y'all recommend? I've seen Kiriakin and Saddleman as the two big so far. Any others I should look at or consider? Currently, I'm running a leather bag that's made by No Bad USA since I ride to and from work every day. By the way, it will be going on a sissy bar. Looking for luggage and yeah. all the well, wrong places. I don't have any experience with that, but I'll say that Saddleman and Kiriak and both make good stuff. Yeah. If he's looking for a sissy bar bag, yeah. There. Who who makes the one that has the orange interior? That's Bitwell. Bitwell. That that Bitwell would be bag. U-Haul. Is yeah. nice. Mike has one. It's fucking pimp, man. Yeah. What what is you. that one? The Xfil eighty. Xfil eighty, right? Yes, Xfil yeah. eighty is a really good one because it can hold eighty cans of beer. No, but th- that Bitwell's a good. I mean, it's a solid bag. I was impressed with the one that you had. Yeah. Oh, the one that I brought to the meetup. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was that, a nice bag. I think depending the, on depending on how long you're going to be gone. How long was I there? Four days. Yeah, yeah. four days. And I had enough clothes for more than four days packed because I had clothes for like six days, I think, and other shit inside of it. You can, li- you can hold a week's worth of crap inside that Xfil 80. It's talking about big... when you came to the meetup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you planning on going to white castle and shit up your back. <laughs> you, you never know. Well, I never knew what I, I didn't know if I needed daytime clothes and nighttime clothes. And I think that Bitwell is <laughs> a pretty reasonably priced bag too. Yeah, and it has uh, it's I think two, it has that that tool bag portion in the front that actually uh, yeah. doubles as a backrest too. Yeah, it's like tool one one ninety nine. It's a tool bag tool bag pushing. <laughs> he said pushing. that tool bag portion in the front. <laughs> tool bag yeah. portion. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely if I was him, I would take a look at Bitwell because I'm on their site right now, and I mean they've 
even have newer bags out now. Some smaller ones. Yeah. The Xfil 60. The Xfil 80 is a it's $200 bag. Yeah. And I mean, it's, yeah. it's nice quality. I yeah. won that free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From, from Bakkenberg. There you go. Uh, yeah, William William Max makes some good stuff too because I I they do. purchased two bags from them a, a swing arm and then kind of like a sissy bar bag. Yeah. When yeah. my when one of my bags was out of commission, I was rocking one of those and worked fine. And good quality. And I will say with the Xfil eighty, you can when you close the top because it's a um oh, what is the name of those bags? It's a top open bag. Um, top open that? bag. No, there's a name, a specific name for those types of bags because there's ones that zip down and there's ones that, anyway. So you have to go, you have to pull everything out of the top of the bag. But once you, you know, it's got Velcro and then you double it over, but you can roll it down as far as you need to. And then there's um, buckles on each side to strap that X-fill. So you can actually shrink the size of it down to keep it from blowing all over the place. And Are you thinking of a dry bag, Mike? Yeah. Well, it, yes, but it, there's, there's two different types of bags. There's a zip front bag and a, and a top, a top load. That's what I'm thinking. Top load bag is how you load it, but you can actually shrink that thing down. And it comes with a, that Xfil 80 comes with a, uh, a rain cover, a uh, little rain cover parka thing. Nice. No, it's a good bag. Yeah. I'd, I'd say check out the, the Bitwell stuff reasonably priced and they have and, good shit and the shit the damn stitching does not break it's good shit there you go next question it comes from <laughs> yakov and he says how many fucks could ryan give if ryan could give fucks Phil's telling me zero fucks zero fucks given my garden is fresh out of fucks. Yeah. Yep. Be, behold the garden which I grow my fucks. My fucks. It's <laughs> it gone barren. It's yeah, gone it's barren. Gone barren. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Phil's glass. It's gone. Uh, yep. There you go. That's your answer. So the second part of his question says, but seriously, what's a better route to go? Getting a bike that you're stoked about the looks, but won't be as practical as practical for your needs or getting a bike that you know will be more practical and useful, but you're not as in love with, but still really like. I say get the bike you're in love with because if you don't, you're always going to be wishing you bought that bike. You're not going to be satisfied with the one that you got. Yeah. Get the bike that you're in love with and see if you can mod it to what you want, you know, what you want out of the other bike. That's more practical. Yeah. Right. The bike that makes you hard. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I say, I say, get something that's more practical because I wanted a KLR and I love the comfort of my KLR, but my KLR will not do anything that my CRF will do. And so therefore I love the practicalness of my CRF, but I do love that bike too. So that's biased. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep shopping until you find one with both. Yeah, yes. I mean, Ooh. in my experience buying shit, if I always buy something that's really not what I wanted, I'm never satisfied with it. And I'll end yeah. up buying the one I wanted anyway, so I just spend double fucking money. Sweet yeah. Bob. 
Yeah. Street pop. <laughs> You're on a roll, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Street pop. Street pop. <laughs> Impulse buy. All right, this one's from Valor Cycle. He asks, what are some of the most memorable or meaningful lessons you have learned from writing? You know, you know what, for me, it's pretty easy. Um, you need to always stay vigilant. You need to always be, have your head on a swivel. You need to always be thinking that, that, that person in the car is out to kill you. Even if you don't think they're going to turn in front of you. I mean, you can't let your guard down. You, you really have to be, you know, you have to be aware of your surroundings all the time when you're riding. No, that's, that's solid advice. Your logic is sound. Young Ride within your comfort zone. Also very good. Most also very good. Ride your ride. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say that the motorcycle community is one of the most generous and giving communities out there. Ever. Also true. I agree. Yep. I mean, we see that what, what happened with, with Weems. I mean, I see that every time I, I do an autism fundraiser. I mean, the, the ride I'm going to this weekend, which will already happen by the time this podcast is released, little girls getting bullied in a school not too far from here. And that's, that's, that sucks. So there's an organization that's rallying together to do a ride by her house to show their support for her. I mean, what other community does that? Yeah, no, it, it really is uh, amazing. I mean, I never thought when I bought that iron, what, I, four or five years ago, where I was going to end up, you know, I never dreamed I'd be sitting here with all you guys tonight, just from buying a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy. Actually, you bought like seven motorcycles in the past three years. <laughs> I've bought, I bought a few. I'm, I'm surrounded by two down here in the basement. And you've put 200 miles on each of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. To, to give us, to give us, shed a little light on it, Tony. How many miles did you have on the slim when you traded it in? Uh, not many, dude. Only like three thousand miles. <laughs> it was, it, it was in storage for like a year, though. Now the Sportster I traded in two years old was fifteen thousand on it. That's impressive. That, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Tony probably bought the wrong bike, y'all. He probably bought probably. the wrong bike. No, the Sportster I rode the shit out of. I love that bike. Oh, I see. I see you riding the shit out of your street, Bob. Yeah, I'll be riding the shit out of that as soon as the, the weather changes. Yeah, it's getting better. You're gonna ride that fucker out here. I'll tell yeah, you I'll ride it out there. No trailer in. I'm gonna have to get some type of fucking because I'm supposed to meet Percy and Walter down at the tail of the dragon next month, and I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, I have no fucking way to even haul a fucking pair of underwear on that thing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to figure something out. Hey, if they call it the tail of the dragon, where's the butthole? <laughs> At the end of it. <laughs> the stink star in. Yep. Last it's under, it's under the it's under the dragon's tail. Yeah. Yeah. If you go off the road there, I imagine you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Mm, we have another question here from Das Dash Uber Stinker. And he wants to know, how do you deal with a spouse or significant other who isn't into riding at all and balance the amount of time you spend on your bike and with them? That is easy. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Let's hear. So <laughs> it's really sort of the same thing that, you know, I've dealt with <clears throat> because, you know, my wife doesn't ride. And so... I, it doesn't matter. I go out and ride because like I said before, that's my time. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And if you enjoy riding, 
and that's what you love and that's what you're passionate about, two things are going to happen. Either she's going to understand or you're not going to be with her. <laughs> well, you know, for, for me, I've been married 25 years and I'll tell you, if it wasn't for having outside interest, I think having those outside interests and having your own thing makes your relationship better because you got to have something outside. If that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? You got to have something that's yours. I like that. Oh, I thought you were talking about intercourse. I like to have no, sex outdoors. No, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But you know, my bike, my, my wife doesn't ride that much every now and again, she'll, she'll go with me, but the bulk of the time she, she doesn't, but you know, we all have, we both have outside interest, you know, you know what and, the funniest thing was when I bought my CRF, What? when my wife saw it for the first time, her first question was, where are the rear foot pegs? <laughs> mm. Where am I going? There sit? it is. Uh, I'll Hate tell you what, my wife you. at this point, <laughs> when I show up with shit, she just shakes her head. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like agree I say, with Tony. That's my been, thing. Yeah. I've, I've been married 25 years too, and you just need to support each other's passions. So yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just part of the deal. And, and I, and I also agree with him. I mean, for me, motorcycling is a part of my identity, right? So if, if I'm not riding, I feel like I'm not, I'm not part of who I am. And so, um, if you support each other's passions, you can do things that, that the other person doesn't do and it's okay. I mean, it's okay to have those things. You don't have to be, um, attached at the hip every second. That's not a requirement to marriage or any relationship. You said it a lot better than I did. (laughs) Golf club. Nobody, nobody should ever ask relationship advice from me. <laughs> I'm a selfish, fickle son of a bitch. <laughs> we just had a, a, a question or a answer in our Discord. I've been married three years. Waited till I was 41. This shit ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I believe that you should balance it and support each other, no matter what it is. Um, yep. As long as she has a hobby, you can have a hobby. Yeah. And so that's, you know, it's, dude, if, if you're not happy, the relationship isn't happy. You know what I mean? That's what it boils down to. Good balance. Yep. Yeah. That's what you need. Yep. Hey, Mary, I think you should read this last question from Jay Sherman. It's all that Jay Sherman (laughs) says root beer or Mary's wiener water. (laughs) <laughs> C Fupa juice. Wiener water for the win. I don't want no Fupa juice. I can tell oh. you that. Only, only person I know in this entire world that likes wiener water is, is all of our Kelly's ex girlfriends. <laughs> drip, drip, drip. Pee on you. Oh, that was hardcore. Hopefully, hopefully Phil's uh, daughter isn't learning anything new right uh, now. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Only thing to make my life complete is when I turn your face to a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to piss on you. <laughs> that can't uh, make drip, a podcast. Drip. You got to cut that out. Jesus. <laughs> no. it, looks like, it looks like a figured She-Hulk. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's drinking uh, bad wiener water. He's right got now. the green beer and everything. He's all in tonight. Yeah. Or may- maybe that's what Fupa juice looks like. Maybe it's no, green. no, no. no. <laughs> I was like the old girl, the text I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
You had to go in with a snorkel on that one. <laughs> snorkel and a squeegee. Yeah, you need a snorkel. You're gonna find you're gonna find some pussy fistulas for sure in that. Oh my god. <laughs> Oof. You might even find some pickled herring. <laughs> oh, we're gonna wrap be pickled this up. Uh, all right, hey patrons, you guys, thank you guys so much for for supporting what we do and for coming in and showing up tonight. It's fun to have you guys on. Except you, Mike. I mean, you can fuck off. <laughs> Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Five Dirty Bikers. 